One of the main reasons why I decided to move to Germany is because studying abroad has always been my biggest dream. I actually managed to partially fulfill this dream in 2017 when I spent 10 months in Bremen as an Erasmus student. I always wanted to study in England actually, but the experience in Bremen made me fall in love with Germany so much that I decided in 2019 to move to Munich for my masters. And here in Germany I experienced a completely different type of university from the one I experienced in Italy, my home country. From the application process, to the exams, to the relationship with colleagues and professors, here is my experience with university in Germany, along with some tips if you want to study here, in this episode of the Bavaria Italian Podcast. The Bavaritalian Podcast. Moin and welcome to the fifth episode of the Bavaria Italian Podcast. Yeah! How are you doing? I'm fine, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, Moin is uh, the typical way to say hello in Northern Germany, since I mentioned Bremen in the introduction of this podcast. I actually kind of miss Bremen and I also miss university. I was thinking about how much I miss university because it's cool to work, to be economically independent, to enjoy your adult life or something. But I really, really miss being a student. So I thought I could make an episode talking about differences between Italian university, which I experienced as a bachelor student, and German university, which I experienced as a master's student, as an Erasmus student as well. I think it can be a very cool episode because studying at the university in these two countries is so different that it feels like two completely different things. I mean, this is my experience, of course, which depends on the faculty, it depends on the cities, on the universities, on the professors, the colleagues. So what I would say does not universally apply for everyone. However, I think that hearing stories from people who actually got to experience studying abroad can be interesting for anyone interested in doing the same. At least this was uh, important for me when I applied, even though unfortunately back then I couldn't find a cool podcast as this one. And talking about how beautiful this podcast is before starting, it could be amazing if you could follow the show on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're using follow the instagram page you can find the name in the description of the episode and in the description of the show this would help you so much but let's start with the episode so to start this episode you actually need a quick background about my university life back in 2015 to give you an idea of how sadly old i'm getting i became a political science bachelor student at the university of trieste in italy which is a beautiful city on the border with slovenia and it's also a city which is less than 100 kilometers far away from my hometown. Uh, part of my family is from that city, so moving there did not feel like a huge step, but new chapter of my life for me, so to say. Anyway, I rented a room in an apartment with two friends of mine, so that was the time when I started becoming kind of independent, so to say, even though I used to get back home almost every weekend, uh, my mom would do the laundry for me, but hey, I was 18 years old, I did not even know what a washing machine was. Uh, yeah, um, I studied one year there and I learned about the Erasmus scholarship. Uh, and as I said in the intro, studying abroad was always my dream, so I immediately sent my application. I wanted to be abroad as long as I could, so I applied to destination that would have kept me away for at least two semesters. And I applied for random but cool, I would say, locations like Lithuania and Finland. My first choice was London and the second one was Bremen. And apparently God's plan for me was uh, to move to Germany, to study there and to work there and eventually start a podcast about my life as an expat in Germany, which would make me rich and famous. 
Um, I got rejected in London and I won the scholarship at the University of Bremen. So very gladly, I moved to Bremen in 2017. I studied there for a year, which was one of the best years of my life, I would say, which is probably worth telling about in a single episode of this podcast now that I think about because Erasmus is sort of a very special thing. And anyway, after this year, I get back to Italy. I write my thesis together with a couple of exams and I graduate in March 2019. And everything was okay. I was satisfied. But as a true overthinker like I am, the first thought after and also before, to be honest, the graduation was I don't want to do my master's in Italy. No chance. So what I did also while writing my thesis was applying for as many masters as I could in Germany, especially. And then also Sweden, Austria, other countries I don't know anymore. I wanted to go abroad so bad that I literally hired an English teacher to correct my motivational letters to be sure that I would send grammatically correct documents. Like, crazy. Like, all the money that I got from my graduation were spent mainly for that and to pay postal fees to send the documents to Germany. Because if there is something that is true about German stereotypes is that Germans love their paperwork. So... Yeah, so it was very, very annoying. But well, anyway, I applied for many universities. I got accepted in almost every one of them, but I chose the offer that I received from the Technical University of Munich, where I started in October 2019 and where I finished in September 2022. Okay, this was a long story. Sorry for that. If you're not asleep yet, now that you have the background about my personal story, it's time to deconstruct the two experiences and to analyze them, so to say. Exactly. So first part, as I said, I did my bachelor's in political science in Italy. And I must be super honest here and say that I have no idea why I chose to study political science. Uh, I liked history, philosophy. I knew that I was a disaster with numbers and science. So I decided that also because my father studied that. But usually in the case of more serious people than me, the choice of university faculty in Italy is super stressful, especially because at least when I had to choose, you can feel the pressure from other people who can sort of judge you according to the faculty you choose. And also you have to think about other factors, like what kind of job you would find with the degree you're going to choose. Um, and anyway, there is a funny expression in Italian, which is scienze delle merendine which translates to science of the snacks or something like that. And it's used to indicate those faculties which are easy to study, recognized as non-important, which um, is always madness in my opinion, but political science is usually among those faculties which are called like that, since in Italy apparently only engineers and doctors are important. Uh, Well, anyway, I never really cared that much and I enjoyed what I studied and I never really regretted my choice. But talking about uh, university and the teaching method in university, um, I'm not sure if I enjoyed that. I mean, in retrospective and with my German experience, I realized that the structure of Italian university in terms of classes, exams and so on was not really the ideal, at least for me and at least in my faculty. Again, this is my experience based on my faculty and the university that I attended, so it may be different for other people in Italy, but usually university in Italy works like this. You have huge classes, like 100, 150 people in a big room, especially in a bachelor's, uh, with professor talking and showing some slides, with basically no participation from the student, uh, which actually can ask some questions, but are mainly just frantically writing notes. And if they're not listening, are just talking to each other or looking at the phone. 
Now, I'm not saying that in other countries, students are 100% paying attention to the lecture, but surely having this kind of frontal lecture is not a great way to maintain students' attention, I guess. Um, however, don't you dare thinking that Italian students are just having fun at the university, because after class, once you're at home, the average Italian student reviews the notes taken during class, integrates them with these huge books that are suggested in the syllabus of the course, and which usually are written by the professor himself or herself. Uh, so I would say that in Italy, loads of work at home is required. And there is a focus on theoretical side of the subject, which is then needed to sort of face the exams. And exams are another interesting story. Of course, it depends on the specific subject, but uh, while most of them are written, there is also a good amount which uh, are oral. So you basically stand in front of the professor who can ask you anything about the course, but mainly wants you to say exactly what he or she said in class or what is written in the book. And this, in my opinion, limits the capacity of critical thinking in students who are mainly thinking about getting a good grade rather than critically using the knowledge acquired during the class. And I was no exception, of course, because unfortunately, good grades are important. So I was also focused on that. But this is not the ideal, of course. And the obsession, so to say, with the theoretical side of the subject is paired with a lack of practical experience that somebody can make outside of the university. I'm not sure if this has changed since I graduated in Italy almost five years ago, I would say. But when I was studying, uh, we were not required to do an internship, for example. Of course, again, I was studying political science, which is not like, uh, I don't know, nursing, where you must do an internship to learn how to treat patients. Uh, but here in Germany, everyone is required to do an internship to be able to graduate, no matter which faculty you're in. So I never did an internship while studying. Uh, that's also maybe my fault because I never really looked for one until the last months of my bachelor's when I read that having practical experience would have been helpful to be granted a place in a master's in Germany. But yeah, it's a fact that books are more important than skill in Italy. Um, especially when it comes to humanistic faculties. And I'm quite sure I would have had problems to find an internship, to be fair, even an unpaid one. Uh, because in Italy, this is really not part of the university culture in uh, these kind of subjects. Okay, so far so good about my experience with Italian universities. And when I came to Germany for my master's, I experienced a completely different way of studying and of leaving the university. As I already said, I actually experienced German universities already as an Erasmus student in Bremen. And the first thing that I noticed back then was that universities here are way more driven towards the practice rather than the theory. And this was confirmed here in Munich. Political science is per se not a very practical subject, of course, but what I mean is that it's more common to study specific topics on papers, on studies done by researchers, rather than on theoretical books to understand directly how researchers work and through concrete examples. And the practical attitude is, of course, confirmed by the fact that, as I said before, it's very common, if not almost compulsory, I would say, so at least it was in my experience, to work during university. So it can either be an internship or a working student job, but regardless of the topic that you're studying, it's very common to work in a company actually to understand how businesses work, uh, to see if your studies and how your studies can be useful for a business and to gather experience before starting to work after university. And I learned this lesson specifically in the very hard way because when I was applying for some student jobs here in Munich, um, I was constantly rejected because I never had any job experience compared to my peers. So if you want an advice, try to get an internship or something like that as soon as you can. 
And this is going to help you a lot if you're looking for a job here. And this is about the differences on a practical level between Italian and German universities. On the other hand, I noticed that the way of leaving the universities and to attend the universities, so to say, in Germany is also completely different. Uh, probably this was also due to the fact that I was in a very small cohort in my master's and, and it may also be the case for master's in Italy. So I got familiar with all my colleagues and professors very quickly because we had small classes and something that really surprised me was how laid back professors are during classes. They approach us as peers, so to say. Uh, of course, they're more qualified than you are, but the mood is very friendly and professors really try to learn something from you, even though that might be weird to hear. And so you don't really have this frontal lecture as in Italy, as I was explaining before, where everybody's just like taking notes. You have these lectures where you're participating in the debate, you're bringing your own perspective, your own knowledge from um, your background, especially. They're very interested in knowing about your background because this is a fact that uh, universities abroad, especially in Germany, are way more open to international people. Not that in Italy they're not open, but it's a fact that international students do not come to Italy as they come to Germany. I mean, there are more international people in Germany. So this also has a reflection on the fact that everybody's interested to have different perspectives from different countries, from different culture within the same class. And this is something that I experienced. And especially really like the fact that professors really, uh, as I said, try to uh, treat you as a peer and they are not like gods as they are in Italy where you have to be careful whenever you send an email and send an email to them and say oh sorry dear professor sorry to steal your time can you please answer to this mail or something like that uh, <laughs> and so that's why I can only say positive stuff about the professors and the relationship uh, in Germany and this made my studies way more enjoyable also because everybody was enthusiastic about the topic and I never really felt like I was studying a non-important subject as I was explaining with this snack science in Italy as I said before At the end of this analysis which way of interpreting the university is the best one? Hard to tell uh, probably impossible to tell since both ways have their strengths and weaknesses I can talk for myself and say that I enjoyed the German way better because the university has been way more relaxing than in Italy and I actually had the opportunity to gather valuable practical skills that helped me to land a good job here. Uh, but I also must give credit to the Italian method because in Italy you're always taught a very strict studying method which teaches you how to study and it's a method that allows you to gather knowledge and remember things over the years even though, uh, as I said, in a more theoretical way. But it allowed me to sometimes have stronger knowledge, so to say, than my colleagues in some subjects. But I also have to say that sometimes university in Italy is very, very stressful, even though it shouldn't be too easy. But I think sometimes there is a lot of pressure and too much stress in university, which is actually something that people should enjoy doing. So I'm grateful that I learned how to deal with stress during my bachelor's in Italy and I developed my own way to overcome the stressful periods I had during my master's. And to conclude this episode, I'm not sure if I can give you any advice on how to come to Germany to study. I mean, talking about practical advice, I probably cannot give you any because each of us has a different situation and therefore different steps to take in order to come here. Like, for example, non-EU citizens apply differently from EU citizens. Master's applications are different from PhD applications and so on. So maybe the best thing is literally looking at the websites of the university you're most interested in 
and read the requirements. Because I must say that at least in my cases, websites are quite straightforward and easy to understand. However, I have an advice for people who are thinking about moving abroad in general to study, but still are not sure about doing that, which is do it, absolutely, without thinking. If you have the opportunity and if you like the courses, just do it because it's one of those experiences to let you grow the most. And it sounds cliche probably, but it's the truth. And going out of my comfort zone is one of the main concepts that I'm trying to talk about in this podcast overall. So it makes sense that I'm mentioning this. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it was interesting to hear about the differences between university in these two European countries, especially if you're interested in coming to study to Germany. As always, I remember you to follow the Instagram page, to follow the show on Apple, Podcast, Spotify, whatever. And as always, let me play the theme song once again for you. The Bavaritalian Podcast.